0: Are you a service-based business owner looking to increase profits to fund your lifestyle? Well, this podcast is for you. We bring you inspirational guests sharing actionable tips to solve many of the struggles you face each and every day. And now, over to your host, Paul Higgins. Welcome to the Build, Live, Give podcast. If you're a first-time listener, I hope you thoroughly enjoy it. And if you do, please subscribe. If you're a long-term listener, I really appreciate it. It means the world to me, and you can always reach out to me and ask me any questions at any time. You can take notes, and there's plenty of notes, and there's a really great framework to take notes on today. But it will be transcribed as well, so you can get the transcription, full transcription of today's recording. If you're walking, riding your bike, whatever you're doing, so today's guest uh, gave a lot. So he gave a lot through the ministry. So he went to countries, including Nepal, which he talks about, and uh, gave a lot. And then he started through the ministry doing uh, marketing, digital marketing, and then he went into automation and he did it so well that he completely removed someone from the business, and in particular, the relationship in the business, and that then backfired. He you know, was aghast when he was told that he was salesy, sleazy to the, to the point. So then he came up with a framework, and it's called the Listen Framework, and that's what he helps coaches and consultants now to have relationship-based marketing. A lot of people talk about it our guest today actually gives you a framework. So first, what are you going to get and why? Listen. First is you'll get that framework. The second thing is you'll actually get the story as to why and that really shows you how important a story is to set for your framework. And the third thing is he does talk about automation and when not to over automate. So they've also give you or they give you the framework at the end which is great. So what I'll do now is hand you over to Dwayne Zingali from DwayneZingali.com. Welcome to the Build, Live, Give podcast. And we've got a fantastic guest today, Dwayne Zingali. Welcome, Dwayne. Hey, Paul. It's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me on the the Build, Live, Give podcast. Uh, I'm excited to, to create a connection and share some stories. Yeah, well, I'm only returning the favor because I was on Marketing Your Movement Show, which is your podcast. So it was great to appear on there. And now it's uh, great to have you back here. And I always love to kick off with, um, you know, who do you love to work with and what problems do you solve for them?
1: Yeah, you know, I absolutely love working with what I call movement leaders. Uh, You probably call yourself a coach, a consultant, Uh, and somebody who's really out there to make an impact. And generally, it's it's somebody who's building a personal brand. They're just showing up as a coach consultant to bring transformation to their community and what I call marketing your movement per the name of the podcast. And and what I love to help them do is take their tech world and and integrate all these digital tools. You know, they've got, you know, maybe WordPress over here and a, a CRM email over here, and they just want to have those conversations. And make meaningful moments in sales calls and with their clients. And, and we want to leverage these tools to create conversations in context of the problem, leveraging the automation. So I help my,
0: my clients build and automate their systems. What, surely, don't, don't coaches and consultants love doing all the tech side of their business? Oh yeah, every one of them. No, there's actually kind of to the joke. There's
1: two two people in this world to make it super general. There's those who do like me, love their toys and have twenty or thirty or forty of them, and have overwhelmed themselves chasing the shiny object. And then there's the the opposite side of just we loathe toys. We give people our phone number still because I don't want to bother with trying to figure out how to make an automation work and what is ConvertKit and WordPress and all these tools and why do I have to figure them out? Uh, and there's sort of those two spectrums in general. Uh, that's oversimplifying over it, but generally we need to come down to a simple set of toys uh, that really do leverage the system so we have time and energy for what matters most, meaningful moments.
0: Yeah, and look, i got to say I'm in the former camp. I love my tools app, Sumo. Is like you know one of my my uh, loves, and the great thing now is you know I, I work from home. My wife now works from home, and when you get something physical, it's sort of noticeable, right? It comes through the door. Your wife said, "Oh, what have you bought now?" etc. Whereas uh, I love with AppSumo, you know, you can just buy as many tech tools as you like, and no one ever knows about it. So,
1: indeed, yeah. uh, I'm sure we could rack up the number of things we've bought and never used,
0: just because it's, it's so enticing. I wonder what this does. Yeah. no it's market research right i'm always yeah. testing for my clients right that's how i justify it to myself so uh you know if you if you look at that um from that point of view what, what what do you know about setting up these systems and automating that uh you know many don't
1: yeah so for me what i what i love seeing come together is that these systems are set up to create conversation uh, we're in the space of marketing to stage a a sales conversation, which is about building trust and relationship and a bond. Uh, and sometimes when we think of automation, we think of scale and I'm going to set it and forget it. And I have this this m- mysterious item called passive income, um, which passive is maybe not as passive as all of us hope it would be because uh, there's still some work involved, um, but rather thinking of of all of our, our, our marketing as staging that meaningful conversation through creating a connection. And if we think of our marketing as making the sales call fun, connected and meaningful and and with the right people and really what I call listening before they show up, they feel that connection rather than feeling like they got hooked and somebody dragged them into a call and they don't know if they really want to be there. And there's that kind of juxtaposed experience of, you know, feeling the sleazy sales versus the, oh, I'm so excited to have this conversation. You really had me uh, in that email and I felt such a deep connection with your story. Uh, and they're showing up as, as a leader, really,
0: versus just another marketer. Yeah, that's great. And, and you know, I know you've got the listen framework, but, uh, you know, what, what brought about that framework for you? Why is it so important to you?
1: Yeah. So that that framework kind of unearthed itself and unpacked itself in a moment when I was learning marketing myself. And uh, what really brought it about is I was in a position freelancing for the first time after 10 years in the nonprofit leadership development space and kind of figuring out this technical world. I had built websites, but my client had no systems uh, and it was my first client. And so I kind of began building systems. Oh, Zapier, let's automate this And, and just doing what I do. I love toys. I love building the system and bringing it together. I made customer service seamless, but still conversational. And then I read this book called Product Launch Formula. And I thought, wow, this would be so cool. And my client had this brilliant idea for a membership site on training people how to use the equipment he was selling. And um, So we took all his video content, packaged together an offer and did a product launch and had 300 people jump in right away. First marketing I had ever done. And to me, that was a big success. You know, five figures, proof of concept, sold. Uh, now I was sold on marketing. And so I continued that journey over the next two years of growing that membership. And I'd read Ryan Levesque's Ask, oh, let's try a quiz funnel. And I'd read Russell Brunson and, and, okay, we'll do this lead funnel. And then I decided to, in all my genius, to automate an automation into an automation and follow up and basically, you know, trap people in this never-ending sales system that was all passive, right? The dream, and uh, and to my client's request, we just automated as much as possible and he didn't have to have any more phone calls. Now, this is a group of guys who are rescuers working at fire departments and search and rescue teams. So they're used to sales calls. So one, it works because it's different. Two, it eventually stopped working. We hit this plateau and I asked my client, hey, what are people saying? Like, are you having conversations? They look at me dumbfounded, you automated everything. Like, It's amazing. I'm like, well, it's amazing, except it's not working. Uh, And he looked at me. Well, what do you know? I've automated everything. I don't have to have a single conversation. And uh, we finally got somebody to give us some feedback. And it was the worst feedback I had imagined because we just heard the words, your marketing is sleazy. It's like going to used cars dealership. And uh, being the one who put all the words together and all the automations, I never felt a darker moment because that went against everything in 10 years of ministry taught me. Be a leader, create connection. It's about feeling heard and seen. And the entire audience no longer felt any connection in this marketing. And that's when I realized I'm the automated a hole. (laughs) I became just another automated bro marketer chasing the sale, chasing the deal instead of building relationship and trust because I got addicted to the system. And and as I kind of dug into that, I realized I never again wanted to be an automated a-hole, but I really wanted to create connection. And as I began looking through what the principles of marketing were and what created an amazing sales conversation was this idea of creating empathy. And what's the most powerful element of building empathy? Listening. It's not your ability to talk, although a lot of talking will happen. That that sense of being able to listen and actually give a soundbite. Hey, I heard this, right? In sales, we know it as mirroring and we provide this mirroring experience. And I wanted to bring that genius of good salesmanship to marketing and automation. And of course, when you hear listen marketing and relationship-based marketing, all of a sudden the words that objectify, words create, what we say causes us to act in a certain way. And so every marketer is saying, go hook your audience. Well, what are we going to start to do? We're going to hook people. Well, you got to go hunt them down as I said, right? And what do we start to do? Treat people like a hunting object. And all of a sudden, we've objectified our whole market. And it's about the almighty dollar, which don't, don't take that the wrong way. I love me some money, but the money is a measurement of bringing true transformation to people's lives. And of course, you can bring that by listening. So that's kind of how that came about. And of course, where that really matters to me is when I was six, I had this profound moment where my dad was suddenly gone and in prison. And the mentor in my life was, was gone. I had a busy mom. You know, She's now single for the next several years. Uh, and I felt just completely unseen and unheard. I had no one To go to with a six year old, a 10 year old challenge. And even as he returned, he had all his junk. And I I felt this void and desire for mentorship through my teenage years into my 20s. And it was this constant search for somebody who would just hear me out and not give another Bible band aid, cliche, and nice, you know, Bible script like, hey, you know, the Bible says, like, I know the Bible says, but. I'm struggling, and, and a nice quote doesn't help. Uh, and I actually discovered true help to lead me towards my desires, my dreams, and get me through my junk and in mentorship in a, from a marketer, of all people, because they showed up online and they presented in such a way that wasn't marketing for marketing's sake. It was leadership. And that's what drew me into the marketing world. Why did PLF? I saw leadership leading me in a direction that led other people, my passion, to an impactful change in their lives. And that's when I realized marketing and sales isn't sleazy. It's one of the most powerful experiences of mentorship and leadership we can ever give someone and receive, even before we hand over money. And then, of course, handing over money uh, you know, per the LISTEN framework is one of the most powerful things we can give to people uh, because of that transformational experience and, and buy-in that comes from within.
0: Yeah, well, uh, what an incredible story. And I don't know if you're tingling, if you're watching this or you're listening, but if you've got that tingle, because I certainly have an incredible story, uh, Dwayne, and it really sets the scene now for the framework, right? So, you know, everyone's sort of thinking, okay, that's great. It's uh, listen. Yes, I get it. Incredible story, but you know, how do I bring it to life? So, you know, what are the steps in bringing this listen framework to life to to build those relationships in your marketing?
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's a great segue into to what this is all about. First and foremost, listen is a philosophy and a strategy, and then it has a gamut of different tactics that apply. But but it's we also know it as the customer journey. And the first thing you want to do, like any good leader would do, is go locate. L for listen, locate your audience where they're at and try and create conversations and share stories, right? You're meeting them where they're at with their felt needs. They're feeling like they're struggling with energy. You need to talk to them about energy. You you know, the answer, but sometimes that's the curse of knowledge. You know, the answer, but you need to speak to them because they don't believe your answer. So when you go locate them where they're at, uh, being isn't where they're hanging out online or in person um, when we can do that again. Uh, So if they're on Facebook, right, go show up on Facebook. And this is all grounded on doing the groundwork, right? Marketing is all built upon and predicated upon doing your prep work. So this assumes you done your avatar and audience research. You've done your offer studies. You've set up your brand. It's all built upon that. And when you show up consistently and lead on social media, in your email, or right now, right? I'm locating a new audience. You've invited me and I invited you on the podcast so we can reach new people who might jive with our chemistry and leadership style. And when we locate our audience of course, we're going to make these introductions and they're, they're going to go, man, this guy, Dwayne, he's really amazing, talking about myself at a metal level. Um, <laughs> but but I'd really love to get them know, get to know more. And, and something I always like to refer back to is it's like walking around the mall when you were a young man, or at least for myself, I was a young man, but the ladies were around too, right? We We wander the halls of the churches, we go to Starbucks, we wander the malls because there's Several places to go to look for some young striking ladies, uh, and of course, what did I want to do? Well, I wanted to make some introductions while I was hanging out at church, while I was walking around the mall, and I would be sure to get their phone number so I could invite them to the party. Not out on a date, but just a party. Let's let's experience. I was a good Christian boy, so so of course wanted to, to take it slow and build that relationship so we can go from introductions to relationship. And and that's what you're doing in this moment. You're going from, hey, I've met you where you're at. Let's take this conversation to my home base, to where I like to hang out. Uh, I want to invite you to take this lead magnet, right? I want to offer you a simple solution today to solve that problem. And it's not the overwhelming entire dummies guide, right? You want to think about A to B, what simple solution can draw someone forward because they want to be invited into that transformation where you share the secrets of how you moved forward and why your story is so striking and, and pulling that in. And that invitation is into a movement, right? It's into belonging and becoming a part of something. So you can believe in becoming that transformation, transformed person, especially yeah, coach- we're talking
0: a lot about coach- coaches and consultants. Yes, do i just to... Uh- know, get a little bit practical around lead magnets. You know, I, mm-hmm. I find, you know, I've got to be honest with myself, I really struggle with, you know, what is the best lead magnet at the moment. We're doing a quiz, which I'm going to talk about in in, in the moment so everyone knows where to get that, right? Or it's a, I call it a pulse check. But what are some of the, you know, what what are some of the formats? You know, just give us a little bit more into yeah. what's really working at the moment from your experience.
1: Yeah. So something that's really continually working. Uh, and I always like to see them is show them what, not how, right? Yes. So you're staying at this this higher level of what. Well, what steps to take? So a roadmap is something that I, I'm still seeing working, has worked for a long time, because people just want to see a general, how do I start a podcast? What are all the steps entailing? And a quick checklist, essentially. And those continue to do well. Can I get a checklist? Uh, swipe files and templates, right? Something I can implement right away. And, and the reason these work is because people use them. And think about use case. So so say a copywriter might offer a swipe file. Um, you know, if you're selling something and a tool is going to be used, of course, you want to show and demonstrate what that tool is going to do. So maybe a case study. There, There's... It's a challenge because it's always contextual. What's best for you know a SaaS marketer is going to be to demonstrate. What's best for a consultant might be to show the process they're going to go through. What I give is simply my manifesto Right, Listening is important to me. Get the listen manifesto uh, and how I do marketing because I want people to kind of come in and go, yeah, I want to do that kind of marketing too. So a manifesto is a great way. Uh, you mentioned quiz. Now, that's Kind of what I like to do is a second option to bring people in because the, the S in listen is survey. And so you can pull people in with these PDFs or even a one way people. I don't personally like it because I don't want to manage a Facebook group. But I've experienced giving my email in a Facebook group, and that, that is a, a community. You're building a community, you're, you're leveraging content, you can draw them in to, to get that exchange because you're, you're creating a format where you're building relationship through email, through a Facebook group. Um, I, I, to this day, still love PDFs in some format that are three to, to seven pages, practicable, practical and actionable. Remember actionable, give somebody something to do, not
0: everything to do, but something, right? Solve one problem. Yeah, brilliant. And and I know that we've been using, you sp- spoke about Ryan Levesque before and the mm-hmm. ask method. So we've been using a version of that on LinkedIn. It's been going well where, you know, you effectively 15 minutes, you ask certain questions to really understand exact, you know, more of the pain points, the frustrations, to really understand your audience. And uh, we found that's working really well on LinkedIn because you then, uh, you know, all of the information that's gained, so I'm doing it on, you know, how to sell to B2B at the moment, then I can share those results with people. And then what we also do is do a LinkedIn profile review for them as well so they get something for, um, you know, for their, their input yeah. and what they've done. So, that's working really well. So, great. So, we've got Ally S so far. So, what's yeah. the next one, uh, T? To- yeah. Yeah. So,
1: T, you're already alluding into a way you do it, but T is for teach. This is about demonstrating your expertise. And of course, you now have the context of that survey. Uh And you you can take that survey and go, okay, well, we have group one, group two, and group three. Group one uh, is at this stage of sales. Um, so I'm going to approach them this way. So one, you can invite the right segment of your audience to a webinar, or in your case, a, a profile review, right? You're showing and demonstrating that expertise and giving some actionable teaching points. So it's a little moving from what to some of the how, yes. uh, just a taste of moving because people build that trust. They just spent If they're in a webinar, probably an hour with you. They get the chance to ask you some questions. uh, And then you can call the next step forward, which is to empower people for the purchase. The E in listen is empower. Uh, And I really like to use this because it reframes something all of us who've ever had to sell something struggled with at one point or another. That, that that guilt or shame or, or feeling it in many ways of oh I just I hate to sell people right and hence this if you're selling sleazy yeah it's a problem but if you're not and you're truly in it for bringing transformation solving a problem it is your obligation to bring this to somebody because it's going to empower them to move forward where they've been stuck to get get that. That juxtaposed position where they don't know what to do or they need clarity or they need your consulting help or they need your deliverable because they just don't have enough time. They're, they're coming to purchase and they have got the trust. Bring that empowering aspect. And I always like to take this back to my ministry days. I used to go to Nepal and do leadership development course. And for a whole week, we do it for free. And what did doing it for free bring? Well, people come one day and not the next day, and then they come for a half a day and they'd lose their materials. So we, we made a change after the first time doing it for free because it's a five-day experience. We charged $10. Now, in Nepal, $10 is not small, but it's it's still not that much. Yes. Uh, and, and the the experience was unbelievable, seeing how much ownership they took of that leadership development experience. They were empowered to own that transformation because no matter what any of us do, I right, I deliver websites. Guess what? If you don't show up and work with me, you don't get a very good website. You know, If I work with you on your content, you still have to show up because you are the brand, right? You're showing up. Uh, if you're working with someone on sales, they have to show up and do the work. No matter how much is done for you, you're still collaborating because it's your business we're working on. And if you're empowered by exchanging profit you've earned in this instance where we're talking people earning profit when you give that up you suddenly feel oh, i better take advantage of this and some people need more charge and this yeah. is where i often say charge more because if it's not enough uh you know i can write that off like i didn't take it i know i should have But I was in the middle of something else and I made a hasty decision. Uh, And so, you know, it's just a few thousand dollars. Some people need to be charged $100,000 for them to feel the weight of moving forward because you you care about the transformation and moving into the end. You care about nurturing them towards that success because that's your case study. That nurturing moment of drawing them through the transformation brings them to a place where when they've experienced it and they're going, wow, my health has changed. Wow, my income has changed. Whatever you're selling, they're now going to be your raving fans, your brand ambassadors. And even more so what I love to say and bring to the tables, we all talk about scaling our business, but let's multiply our business with people who've experienced the transformation of our process and empower them with the ability to build a business off of that. And that's where these certification programs come in. And they're brilliant because they multiply a movement. And that's where the whole marketing or movement idea came from. It was like, oh, when, when you have success and people experience that transformation, they become, some of them who move through their mess, feel a deep sense of, I've got to bring this to the world. And now they want to listen to people's stories because they've been through it too. And they can share and uh, and hear back and mirror with experience and understanding and an empathy unlike somebody who hasn't been through it. Uh, And that that goes full circle and more people can start listening and it grows and it grows and it grows through multiplication. So while some aspects, phone calls, time one-on-one cannot scale, right? Our time is limited. We can only scale our time so far uh, and none of us want to work 24-7, but we can scale by empowering other people with the message.
0: Brilliant. There we go. So, the listen framework. So, we'll have that fully transcribed in the show notes. So, you know, some of you would have been writing it down. For ones that aren't, it, it is there and uh, it's a great framework. So, it's locate, invite, survey, teach, empower, and nurture is the, the quick summary. So, before we go into the live section, I'd like to talk to you about our pulse tech. So it is a quiz. It's nine questions, but it's just not nine um, questions that you, you know, know. It's it's actually the the really key questions are building a sales system to get your next $1 million in revenue. So, um, you know, it will take you three minutes, but the questions have taken me 28 years to come up with. And at the end of that, you'll get the opportunity then to walk through a plan with me. So it's not a sales call, but it's a plan to help you. Okay, so all you have to do is go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash Pulse, or if you go to the homepage of Paul Higgins Mentoring, it'll be right there above the fold. So that's the Pulse, and it's a great example, I think, of really helping you understand exactly where your business is and whether you've got the right system. So the next section is the Live section, Duane. So what are some daily habits that help you be successful?
1: Yeah, you know, for me, this entirely begins in the morning. Uh, and I'm sure you hear that often. Uh, but I start in silence. Uh, I love to just jump in. Yes, I I have that silence with my coffee. But in that silence, I've grown to 30, 40, sometimes 60 minutes. And not touching a phone, not touching a digital device. Actually, I leave my phone in the office at this point. Uh, and that, that habit of remaining removed from the tech world, because I live on technology, uh, sometimes 12 hours a day, um, has really given me space emotionally, mentally, uh, gives me capacity for stressful days when I open my email and there's the stressful kind. And it's like, okay, I'm ready. I've taken time to breathe and meditate and silently pray and really just receive. I really like to sit in receive mode. Um, uh, and that kind of comes from my, my Christian days where it's just like, okay, I'm in a posture of receiving something from another place, whether you call it divine, uh, no matter where your faith is, it, that posture is wonderful. And that's probably one of the most striking habits. Um, The other one that everybody I'm sure says is is making space for exercise. And for me, that's just stretching. Um, I've dealt with a lot of pains in my life. And just by taking five minutes to loosen my tight muscles and and limber up, uh, that's stretching. And, and, And for me, it's yoga really makes the difference between a day and pain, which we all know how much pain ruins our ability to focus and get the things done uh, versus a day, just, just feeling good and limber. Uh, it makes a world of a difference.
0: Brilliant. Well, the next section is a give section. I know this is something you've been doing all of your life, but, you know, in particular at the moment, what's a charity or community that you're passionate about and why?
1: Yeah. So at the moment, uh, I am currently giving, actually, if you if you see the video, it says Redding Trail Alliance on my shirt. And I'm giving to our local trail alliance. And, and one might stop and think, well, that's funny. You have a ministry background and I, I give to plenty of ministries too, but this one excites me because of the way it impacts uh, our younger youth in town, but also creates a community, right? I talk about a movement and, and someplace I like to belong and congregate is my friends of bikers. And, and I see the way it gives young people something to do, but not only that I see the way uh, this Trail Alliance has impacted our economy. We're in a smaller city; it's not large. There's not a lot of money, but it is. It's drawing in a whole crowd of tourists and passionate bikers and community. And I really love giving to that charity because uh, it, it's about buying into my city as a whole. And it really has given me, having moved here two years ago. Um, an attachment to a city where I had no attachment before. Uh, and, of course, what we know is when we give to something, uh, it, it creates a bond that
0: wasn't there before. Yeah, well said. And, and just for people, you know, different countries, bikers mean different things. So here in Australia, biker means someone that's got a motorbike, uh, whereas biker you're referring to is uh, riding a, a you know, a bicycle. <laughs> On a uh, on a track, a path, <laughs> a trail, a dirt track. So uh, that's that's fantastic, and uh, thanks for that, and thanks for you know all the the um, you know the time and effort you put into the ministry. I know you've got deep background there. Like you mentioned the example in the Paul before, but you know many people talk about giving. There's few that do it as well as you. So well done. So the last section is a rapid fire section, and it is that we need to you know shorten short, quick answers, as I like to say in Australia. It's a sip of beer, not a not a glass of beer so the first one is and this one might be really hard for you to answer but what is your favorite uh, piece of tech that you you know is essential to running your business
1: yeah it, it, it's in one part really hard but re- one part really really quite simple uh i couldn't run my business without convertkit uh it's the email automation software that i use that helps me stay in touch build the list right i'm inviting people into a movement uh I, I could do without social media. I could do it without a website, but without ConvertKit,
0: it's essential. Brilliant. And the next one is, you know, what is your best sales tip?
1: What I love to say, and, and my mentor taught me, is it's not about closing the deal. It's about opening a new relationship. And, and think about that empowering moment when you're offering a transformation, that you're beginning a new relationship, and it reframes every sale you'll ever have.
0: Great. And, uh, and for you, you know, how do you look for people that can help you build your business?
1: Yeah. And so the mentor who told me that quote, his name is Mike Kim, and he has a mastermind group. Uh, and he, Mike Kim is all about the personal brand. He's, he's got the You Are The Brand book coming out. And, and really that showing up in authentic relational
0: way is what gave me the tools to do what I do. Brian, and uh, what's the, you know, the last question is what piece of advice you want to leave us with?
1: Yeah, I would say think about everything you're doing is marketing your business is building relationship and being a leader. Don't, don't think of it as marketing activity, but leading people towards
0: transformation, one relationship at a time. Brilliant. Excellent. And uh, look, you can find everything about Duane at duanezingali.com. Obviously, we're going to have the links there. Also, that Listen Framework, which is so power- powerful, you can go to listenframework.com, which is a specific URL to get that. But Dwayne, it's been uh, wonderful having you on here. Uh, also, Marketing Your Movement is a podcast podcast that duane's got you can go and listen to the episode that Dwayne and i have which was a lot of fun but yeah thanks for being such a giving person thanks for articulating what sometimes automation you know when you know when i first came across and i thought oh you know all he's going to talk is automation But i love the way that you actually humanize and it is about that marketing relationship just made a little easier by the automation but ultimately it is human to human so uh thanks for being a great human yourself and i've really enjoyed the conversation today yeah, it was a blast. Thank you so much for having me, Paul.: So I really enjoyed that conversation with Dwayne, and his personal stories to why he brought the listen framework to market was really powerful. I hope you got those tingles as I did. So you can get the listen framework at listenframework.com. You can also go and see my pulse, which I know that was his uh, lead or the lead component, the lead magnet component. You can go and see mine at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash pulse. Please take action to build, live, and give. Thanks for listening to the Build, Live, Give podcast. If you like what you heard, please share it and leave us a review. It would mean the world to us.